This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about how the Redskins got shafted out of $36 million, thanks to the Eagles fan, Stephen Burbank. Throw it out the case. And we talk about other dictator moves by, you know who, Roger Goodell, RG3 impressing in camp, and much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode number 290 of these bad boys. 290. 290. And they still can't get rid of us. And we still can't get the sound right. Dude, you know, if we play our cards <laughs> right here, we can have episode 300 for the very first start of the season, preseason. In ten, be, starts right in 10 weeks? It. Yeah, don't you think? And then about 10 right weeks. up on it, right about there. It's the end of May. Yeah. yeah. We just got shafted $36 million twice. There's a oh, jingle. Man. Aaron, you can insert that jingle here. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. You said insert. Uh, insert the shafted jingle. Uh, so yeah, welcome to episode uh, 290, the, uh, the Brandon Thompson hit me and stepped on my glass eye memorial episode. The Brandon Thompson's going to be... Shanahan. Ah, Shanahan likes Brandon Thompson, not, I think. Though. Not anymore, actually, like, almost killed him. <laughs> His glass eyes rolling around the 32-yard line in the practice bubble. The Why 32? the 32-yard line? And the thing is, he was standing at midfield. That's a long pop. It went 18 yards down the field when it popped out. It was probably dead quiet by the time it hit the turf. The turf. <laughs> and it, was like, it was just like... It was like yeah, it kind of made that thud of a sound. Like, <laughs> Maybe it dug it in. Yeah, it wasn't like a like a high-pitched popping sound. It was a real thudish type sound. <laughs> thudish. Thud. Anybody out there that has an actual sound of a glass high hitting the turf inside of a practice bubble, please send it to us. We'll put it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably an actual Foley recording. You just don't hear that often. You don't get requests for. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. There's you know, some Foley artist is about to be listening. Someone's sitting there going, man, I've been waiting to use that for 27 years. <laughs> I recorded that and made a remix on my Casio. Nobody wanted to buy it. Now everybody's asking for it. Oh, I love that Mike Shanahan. <laughs> oh. So thanks to... Uh, David Lee and David Lee Legal Services, our longtime benevolent sponsor, uh, longtime Super Redskins fan, David Lee Legal Services. You'll hear the jingle later. Yeah, Aaron, thanks, David. David. Oh, there he is. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yes. I'm just checking things out. If you guys didn't hear, you probably didn't. Last week, my soundboard crashed. <laughs> it S'd the B. It just completely froze time. up. So I got this new one hooked up, and it's a lot different. So I'm trying to. That's make from sure. the folks. It's from the folks here in the U.S. of A. Mark of the Unicorn. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure everything is working correctly on here. Everything. The company's is called Mark of the Unicorn. Mark of the Unicorn. Yeah, it is. It, Motu, M-O-T-U, it stands for Mark of the Unicorn. Is that does that have anything to do with Harold and Kumar, the second one? I don't, I don't know. know. Where's it made? It's made in like Boston or something, isn't it? Yeah, I think it has something to do with some like seventies rocker, like you know, tripping or something. On Mark some of the unicorn, or, dude. Or Doogie Howser. 
I always invented envision that the owner of the company is uh, what's the guy from the uh, white gold? <laughs> oh, do you love, do you my, love hair? my hair? Caressing the air, caressing the air to my dairy, yeah. Oh man, like a silky prayer. Maybe people will be lucky or unlucky, and we'll bring that back before the end of this episode too. Gotta bring white gold into this. Can we play that part? We gotta play that. White gold. That guy looked like Aaron and Roberta's former boss at the opera. He's a navy wife now. (laughs) He's a navy wife. (laughs) Can we go? Can we take us out on this episode listening to White Gold? Can you do that, Aaron? Is uh, your soundboard, is your uniform, your unicorn board capable? Um, sure, I think so. No, I would have to like load it before the podcast. I can't load it on the fly. I don't. Uh, you can tag it on the end. <laughs> tag it. You can load it while we're listening to David Lee Legal Services. Which, by the way, thanks again, David Lee Legal Services, our longtime benevolent sponsor. Is it me? <laughs> or do you love my hair? Caressing the air like a silky prayer. <laughs> Marble statues turn their heads and stare. It ain't the shampoo. It ain't the conditioner. The secret's delicious. Fulfills my wishes from the glass I'm sipping. It's not the poo. It's not. It ain't the poo. Is it me? If you guys want to listen to more, you can catch that. That's White Gold and the Calcium Twins on his album. <laughs> the best I can give is 2% and available from the Milk website last time I checked. It's, it's all over. Just look up White Gold Hair. You'll find it. It's been out for a couple of years. It yeah. still cracks me up, though. If you can watch the video, that's even funny. Oh, yeah. you oh got to watch the video. It adds the, lighting, the lighting is well done. 98% to it. The best mm. I can give is 2%. Is 2%. <laughs> Uh, and my dairy, yeah. Who's that other song skimming off the top? <laughs> oh my my my! And what's what the? He has another it? song on there that's talking about like menstrual cycles and how milk helps with it or something. I have no idea, dude. But really? Something? Lying. No, I'm not. Here you go. Here you go. Since we're talking about this, for all you lady listeners out there, who's the red skin on the team with the best hair? Obviously, drinks his milk. Send Aaron a message at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. And for all you kids out there, drink your milk and you can have hair as luxurious as white golds. <laughs> or RJ3s. Or do we have like a Clay Matthews looking dude on there as well? 
No, like we don't some, have the token like, Clay Mosley. The token long, stringy white guy hair. Uh, yeah, Logan Pawson, but he shaved it. Yeah, oh, that's Pony right. Boy. Pony Boy cut it, so he he got rid of the stringy. We can't call him Pony Boy anymore. Uh, yeah, now oh, he's always going to be Pony Boy. And when he cut it, he lost his chances of going to the pack. When he cut it, he lost his powers like Samson. It's like Samson, man. I know. <laughs> he lost <laughs> his superpowers. When Did he, he is he tape. dating a girl named Delilah? Is that what happened? I mean. What's going on here? I don't know, but I just had Tom Jones pop in my head. Um, All right, dudes, we got something really serious to talk about here, though. Let's talk about it. Let's we talk got shafted. About it. We got so super shafted. We got Again. Shafted. We got music for that, too. We got shafted. We didn't. Do we we didn't. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we did get shafted. You guys to the didn't listen. Thirty-six million dollars. Enough messing around. Let's talk about actual news. Thirty-six million dollars of shaft. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They went to, before Stephen Burbank in Pennsylvania, Eagles fan, and um, he pretty much wouldn't listen to the case because he said that the CBA agreed. You want to know what it, he right? said? He said this: the March twenty-seventh resolution effectively ratified That's the good. reallocation That's letter. Alabama. Which therefore is binding on the Redskins <laughs> and Cowboys as Cowboy. an amendment to the CBA. Thank you, Stephen Burbank. Basically, <laughs> he dismissed the case. He said, "I'm not even going to listen to this case." He he granted the NFL's uh how we said last week. We were like, "There's no way they're going to dismiss that case. It's just it's a slam dunk case." And he was like, "Dismissed. I won't even listen to it." Yeah, and it's then our, the next day, then the it next was agreed day. on. Was Roger because Goodell it was agreed there? on by the NFL Players Union and the owners. And so he said that made it a binding agreement, even though it completely shafted two of the teams. Was Roger the Goodell there? He was on his next dictator move of making the dudes wear thigh pads. I think he was under the ta- under the judge's desk with a, with his hand in his pocket, under uh, Steven's desk. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Well, you can uh, interpret that however you like to interpret it. <laughs> <laughs> I know how Brent Musburger would interpret it. <laughs> He'd say, "You are looking live at Stephen Burbank's taking a blow on the sideline, getting a blow oh, on the sideline." Don't go there. See, you interpreted it that way. Others may interpret it differently. Not likely. <laughs> Josh tried to lead them to believe that, that he was being uh, ambiguous, but we really knew what he was talking about. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's a big dudes, word for it, me. It got, they they we we got totally shafted on it, and the Redskins and Cowboys both have said that they are not going to fight this decision any farther, further, farther. Cause you know, I can't fight this feeling anymore. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is the day after they said they weren't going to fight it any further, for farther, uh, for farther. further. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, the NFLPA decided that they were going to sue the National Football League for having a, quote, secret $123 million salary cap, end of quote, which meant they were being sued for collusion. Right, during the uncapped year. And And the the NFL is coming back and saying the new collective bargaining agreement states that the union cannot basically back sue for collusion like all collusion that happened in the past is in the past as mark mcguire would say and uh it can't be touched it's it's written off yeah no matter and, what. 
Yeah, but then so the, they can't back sue, but they can back implement. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, but then the NFL. Well, they can if everyone agrees on it, except for the people who are getting implemented against. Yeah, it's like you mm-hmm. can't back sue, but we can back implement rules that weren't there. Exactly. That, that weren't there, except for as collusion. Dudes, we really need David Lee to weigh in on this. David yeah. Lee said the NFL can do whatever they want. That's what he weighed in the last time, unless yeah, he's changed his mind. It's because it's a dictatorship. It's a monopoly. The owners have all the power. Every time, every time there's a strike or a lockout, the, the it always we always get back to football. But the players never ever. The owners always come out better with the deal. So why can't the government time. step in and uh, and and take control? Well, it's going to be government doesn't care. What, yeah, the government doesn't care enough. But it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here, because uh, chances are, even though they they filed this federal lawsuit in Minnesota <clears throat> under the jurisdiction of the guy who who uh, slapped the owners around a little bit last year when they thought they were going to get that, what, three or four billion in television rights deals, even though there was no television. And then at the last minute, he was like, "Uh, you're not going to force these networks to pay you for games that aren't happening. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Which was just, I mean, duh. It was actually a judge making sense for once. It's like, um, unlike this Burbank guy. I imagine the judge being much like uh, Francis McDormand on... um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that makes no sense. Oh, yeah, shove Stephen Burbank into the chipper. Yeah, they're not gonna. (laughs) Yeah, they're not gonna pay you for games that aren't happening. Okay, buddy. You want to get paid for games that didn't even happen? (laughs) I don't think so. Um, There's probably three of the worst uh, Dakotian type accents I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I'm not so good at this Minnesotaian Dakotian accent. Oh, you betcha. We, we're all Dakotian. pretty bad. So anyway, this guy made that ruling and it is a little bit, is seen as more a uh, player and union friendly than the guy, Stephen Burbank, um, who has been more NFL friendly in his rulings, uh, according to ESPN. And, uh, but I think a lot of people who have really been digging into this, and I kind of agree, I don't think the NFLPA is going to get this really heard. I, don't, I think it's not going to happen because the whole ruling, even though they're saying, hey, we didn't know about this super secret $123 million salary cap that everyone did except for the Redskins, Cowboys, and to a lesser extent, the Saints and the, uh, the Raiders, of course, the Raiders. So that doesn't count as far as all the old collusion being written off and us saying that's okay. And they're like, uh, you said all the old collusion was written off no matter what. And they signed that agreement. That was part of the collective bargaining agreement last year. So I don't they think need to bring in the, stand um, on. they need to bring in the NFL PPA. I think I, it just makes the damn union look like a bunch of idiots again. Here's what the I have owners to say about and it. the NFL just slap them around so many times. And every time the union's like, uh well this this and this and that and it sounds they they seem to think that they've got a good case and it was like this with the whole lockout all they had to do was shut up and let the owners keep making fools of themselves but every time someone from the union talked whether it was a former player or a lawyer or Demora Smith they ended up sounding like idiots. Yep. Can they bring us still PCA? doing it? This, this whole lawsuit makes them look like idiots in my opinion. I couldn't tell yesterday when I talked to Aaron about it. I was like, is this? I can't tell if this is genius. Or asinine. And the more I think about it, I think it's just asinine. Dude, let's just face it. The NFL has better lawyers than the NFLPA, and they're always going to get off on some technicality. Yeah, it's a monopoly. In a, logic, Listen, in a logical world. If Jerry Jones world, couldn't get around it, if Dan Snyder couldn't get around it, 
the damn dumbass union's not going to get around it. In a logical court system, it would be pretty. Uh, well, yeah, because monopolies are illegal. Unless you're in the, the sporting world, apparently. If you run a sports uh, league, you can be a monopoly all you want. Apparently. And you and can sh- collude. And you can collude. And any yeah, other anti competitive thing that pretty much goes against our uh, capitalist uh, society. Our capitalist society and economy. Interesting. Is it me? Or do you hate Burbank? They need to have a uh, kind of like a PTA meeting, you know, like for schools. But they need to bring it. They need to bring in the parents of the players and have like a PCA, like Parent Coaches Association meeting or something. Well, that always solves problems. Well, Roger Goodell, if you didn't hear, is nah. on to his more his other next dictator move of making players wear thigh pads when they don't what? want to. That's the next thing. They said in 2014 all the players are going to be forced to wear like thigh pads and knee pads. And right. there are all these dudes on NFL Network, like I think it was Brian Dawkins and some former receivers that were like, um, receiver, we we can't run in those things. They're cumbersome. Yeah. And Brian Dawkins is like, is a knee pad going to keep you from getting an MCL or an ACL? Because... Um, I know it's not like they're doing knee braces like a lot of the colleges and and college uh, conferences do with the offensive and defensive linemen. We're just talking about pads. We're talking about pads. We're not talking about knee braces. We're talking about pads. Those braces are so they can't twist their knees the wrong way, though. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Dude, we're going to start seeing uh, helmets in soccer now, too. Well, I don't think these pads are going to start doing anything about the uh, concussions. So I kind of think that's a pretty interesting little thing. It's like, oh, let's throw this out there and be like, oh, and we're worried about the players. Let's make them wear more pads after we just screwed over two of the teams completely. Mm-hmm. Damn, the union look. Oh, man. the more Every time I think about more and more, I just hate the I hate Goodell, the dictator, and these, these ass owners. God, the union is run by a bunch of clowns. Mmm. Mmm. Jera. Danny. Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> the March 27th resolution effectively ratified the reallocation letter, which they are for is binding on the Redskins and Cowboys as an amendment to the CBA. Not only that, but we teamed up with the Cowboys and then still lost. <clears throat> That's, maybe that was our problem. We should have just went in on it on our own. Well, they have a lot less to lose about it than we do. $36 million in cap, cap space is a heck of a lot more than 10 How are we going to do it? Well, we already did 18 this year, if not more. So hopefully, the, I mean, it's done. It's done. That's There's no way we're going to get around it now. So hopefully, I guess we're not going to sign anybody else other than our top few picks that are is left. There an, is there and an then appeal we'll find process? out how much is left there. Like maybe we'll end up doing $22 million this year and only get hit with 14 next year. Now they're going to restructure people like they always do. Well, is yeah. There an appeal process. But we're still going to be hit by 14 or at the most $18 million. That Josh, that was the appeal. There is an appeal process, but the Redskins have said they're not going to... No, no, there's no appeal process. That is the appeal. The next thing is a lawsuit. Yeah, and they, yeah, they can go to court, but they're not... Yeah, they can go to court, do it? but no. no, they said they're not going to do it. 
Something I was reading was saying the reason they're not going to go do it is because both the Cowboys and the Redskins each won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. at their stadium. And if they sued the league, then that would pretty much kiss that goodbye. Well, the owners already hate Jerry Jones. And he got Cowboys. one Super Bowl. And the owners all hate Dan Snyder. And frankly, I can't blame them. He's not going to yeah. get a Super Bowl until he builds a new stadium in D.C. Uh-huh. With a dome. You know what's going to happen, people. Dude, we do you know not want a dome. Way we in. don't want Send it. Send us an email if you actually want to look giant Capitol building rotunda. Dude, the Giants didn't even build a dome. <laughs> it's got a big Capitol dome it's on It's going to be a huge Capitol <laughs> Down on the Anacostia next to Nationals Ballpark. And the so, Capodome. It'll be called Cap- something stupid like like Cap-a-dome. like the, the FedEx Capodome. The right. Johnny Rockets Capodome. <laughs> the Ben's Upside Down Chili Bowl Dome. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be a dome stadium. I don't know they'd be allowed to build a, a Capodome like that because it would be larger than the Capitol. It won't matter. It's over in you know, it's over by the river. No one cares about that area anyway. You know who's got a sweet stadium? Is Munich football, Munich soccer. That's the one from the World Cup, the one that lit up all around on the outside. Yeah, that's sweet. That's a sweet stadium. That's nice. You got to admit, it looks nice. They know how to build stadiums. Germany, I think, was the first one that had the, uh, and I think that stadium does this as well. They were the first ones to have a, the the entire field where you could roll it out into the parking lot so it could get more sun. Yeah. So it's natural turf, and then they just roll it right back on into the stadium. The, the thing I like about it too is like the, all of the all, all of the uh, spectators, the folks that come to the games, are all covered, but the field is open. That's pretty standard in soccer, though. I know, but the way that they did it there, it's like really tight. It looks really super tight. Like uh, very it's, modern, rounded. Yeah, it's very modern. <sighs> Changes color. It's really nice. Um. Okay. Do we have anything to say about the actual team? About the team. All we've talked about is CBA and blah blah blah. You know, well, stuff that, that was David Lee deal. might be interested in, but. Well, that was football. the big deal because losing thirty-six million in cap space has keep kept us from signing allegedly signing one or more top flight free agents this year and might do the same thing next year. Mm. But yeah, I've, I've, I've really, <clears throat> I, I don't want to talk about it much anymore. Well, either. we had OTAs. We can talk about those. Did you guys hear much news out of them? We can talk about that. Do you want to take a break and then get to that? Or do you want to go into that now? Sure. Let's take, we a can go ahead and take let's take a short break and do it. What do you think? Um, okay, let me get the, uh, hold on, let me, let me prepare for this. Alright, I think, I'm ready for the break, I'm ready for the break, here we go. Alright, alright, hey, can we go into break? Yeah, we're going into break, we'll talk to you guys on the other side about some OTAs, and, uh. The 80 greatest Redskins, we got some more info on that. And then we'll round the roid and end it. Alright, here we go, on break. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? 
The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757 259 9377. That's 757 259 9377. Yo, yo, yo. Are you guys back? Yes. Yo, 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 what's up? We're back. We're going to actually talk about some Redskins news. Washington Redskins news. What's going on? What would you guys hear about from the OTAs? Well... Well, we alluded to Mike Shanahan getting knocked out. If you guys didn't hear about that, apparently inside the practice bubble, Brandon Thompson was going up to defend a pass being thrown to, uh, I think it was Garcon. Pierre Garcon by RG3, uh, about 50 yards down the field. And apparently, Brandon apparently Thompson RG, tipped it. RG3 doesn't like uh, Shanahan's play calling already. Apparently, Brandon what? Thompson tipped it. And uh, or, oh, oh, it got tipped. I see. <laughs> he said it got tipped, and um, <laughs> Brandon Thompson went flying into Mike Shanahan, who is apparently down on the turf for a few minutes, groping around like uh, I heard he got knocked Velma. out at first, but then I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's true. I think it was just groping around like Velma from Scooby Doo. Yeah, like oh, and his eye Where popped out and rolled. Where am I? Where's my eye? <laughs> rolled eighteen yards down the field to the thirty-two yard line. <laughs> Um, that's no BR at all. I'm serious. <laughs> no BR. And, uh, yeah, so that, I, I heard about that. And then, um, let me see some other news. Um, everyone seems impressed with RG3 still. The veterans, um, are backing them, it seems. More or less backing them. People are talking about them. They like what's going on from Thank what I've thanks. read as well. Um, just want to note, he hasn't played a regular season game yet. I will note right. that too. London Thank Fletcher, uh, I thought this was a smart move. Apparently, London Fletcher's locker has been placed right next to number 10. Very smart. And, Very uh, smart. Give him a great influence right there. Give him the defensive captain, the heart and soul of the D. That's right. <clears throat> Established veteran pro bowler. London's solid. And I don't think I anyone's heard... been cut yet. No. Um, so, like, Stephen Bowen, <laughs> I heard that he he's. Uh, you know, really trying to nurse his knee back to health after having that scope in April. Yeah. I thought this was interesting. Did you guys hear RG3 was on um, Jay Leno this week? I think so. Crickets. Yeah, crickets. What? RG3 was on Jay Leno, supposedly. I don't stay up that late. So Why would he go on Leno? He was on there. Gosh, you never sleep. Did you see it? I don't watch Leno. Which which makes me think I'm like, all right, dude, seriously, enough's enough. This guy's getting too much media attention. I'm starting to get worried that he's. He needs to go on Jimmy Fallon, man. He'd fit better on that show. 
Well, anyway, yeah. I'm starting to get concerned about him. That's why I thought uh, it was kind of interesting what Santana <clears throat> Moss said when he was being interviewed about RG3. It went something like, Santana, what do you think about the kid? And he goes, with and he said, deadpan. You mean, is it me? <laughs> he said, who? Number 10? And <laughs> acted all like, who are you talking about? Oh, you mean uh, that new rookie? Yeah. So anyway, Santana Moss thought that, said that he didn't look like a rookie. That's for sure. And yeah. Some other. De- I saw some other defender. Who was it? Not a good defensive back, because well, we don't have any. But <laughs> one of the Aaron de- said that's not me for once. One of the defensive backs was like, "Yeah, we had the play broken down and." You know, usually in practices, that's when the defense, you know, wins the play, you know, and it pretty much ends. But but then he was like, but then I realized, oh, no, he's keeping the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like what you've been talking about, Aaron. It's like when he rolls out on those and he decides to just keep it, oh, what's going to happen? Is some linebacker going to be able to get him? Oh, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that. Thank you, nice. Will of Maryland. He's fast. He's a hurdler. Um, he's fast, hope, and he can throw he on the this, run. Those lower extremities healthy. Those knees, man. I'm worried about the hurdling thing. Yeah, Always. but the beauty of it is they say that he's even most accurate on the rollout, throwing the even run. across his body or wherever. They've been sticking him. Have they, I'm getting it all confused. Have they been making him take a lot of snaps under center? Yeah, and yeah, hardly okay. any from shotgun because apparently in college he he was in shotgun all the time. Always, yeah. So not that they're not going to put him in shotgun, but <clears throat> you know, let's see how he does the other way. Yeah, yeah. I also He's saw a some bit of chaotic funk on his hand. So anyway, I'm a little concerned. I know he's a well-grounded individual from all accounts, but I'm starting to get a little concerned with the huge amount of media coverage, like the Tonight Show and all this other stuff, when he hasn't even Yeah, where the hell is Andrew Luck? Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's been on any of those shows. Um, he's, not, he's not as dynamic. He's not as uh, photogenic, let's say, or I guess charismatic, so. I guess is the word. Charismatic. Charismatic is a good word. But Charismatic. He's, both a, little these guys more, he's very, a little more middle America. Yeah, both these guys are very smart. <laughs> very, very smart. And you, when you hear them in inter- interviews, they, they, they both come off as very intelligent young men who are both well-grounded individuals. So, Yeah. So anyway, other news but, from OTA. Um, yeah. Tim Hightower, my dog, is back. John's dog is back in the fold. It's making for a crowded backfield. It's going to be interesting in preseason. I love it. I'm so he's so pumped, man. If he's healthy, if he's when he is healthy, because he's not healthy yet. Yet, when he is healthy, I thought last year he was the best running back we had when he was healthy. I mean, he went through his last two or three games before he was out for the season. He wasn't right even then. So I guess his his. uh, I think it was his. We only played like six games, didn't he? Yeah, but for like three of them, he was he was really good, and then suddenly he started slowing down and he wasn't cutting well. And it was like, Oh, he must be hurt. And then he tore his ACL. And I'm thinking he probably was, it was probably twisted or torn a little bit already, or maybe just nicked up a little bit. It was one of those things that got a little injured and then, and then it went all the way. Yeah. And he's pumped. He's pumped about coming back. Of course, cause he is a Redskins fan. Yeah. He's local. 
I'm a big fan. I'm a, I like Hightower a lot. I think he's the best running back we have. The interesting thing, though, is, all right, we got Hightower back, who had multiple 100-yard games before he was injured. We got Evan Royster. I'm sorry, Helu, who had multiple 100-yard games. I think <laughs> Evan Royster had at least one 100-yard game. All right. Then we got this rookie, Morris, who um, apparently Alfred. is looking pretty good in – the OTAs also, and people think Maybe. that he could be a third down back. Like, they say he's awesome on pass blocking. And what do they say? He's mean. <laughs> like he Dude, hits. that's what you want on a third down back? Or or maybe they maybe they could... I don't know the guy's size. I don't know if he's, like, fullback sized or, or whatnot, but I like to hear guys like that that are mean, that can block. Yeah. As well as do all the other stuff. I'm definitely interested in seeing him in... Um, preseason and i think i'm gonna go check out some youtube videos of him after the podcast because i haven't done that and um let me see other stuff i heard of heard about this week probably mean because his name was alfred and people joked him growing up um santana moss yeah santana moss um is coming in 15 pounds lighter saying that he was playing a little heavy the last three years and he's back to 185 which is what he was at you know, when he was making Pro Bowls and stuff. You know, that kind of makes him like the small, nimble guy again. Compared to the two guys, to, to what, Will Morgan and uh, Garcon? Josh Morgan and Garcon. I mean, neither of those guys are massive like Andre Johnson size, but they're bigger than him. And he's he's going to be, he's going to end up being like the little nimble guy again. And Mickey Mouse is coming around, supposedly. If yeah. He can actually catch the ball, though, but he was getting better there towards his injury. He was. So there could be some decent targets there for um, RG3. I also saw that Chris Cooley, John's dog, and Josh's dog, um, apparently he is uh, saying he's vowing to make a comeback and play at his high level that he used to play before he got married. Yeah, Josh, have you been hearing about that? on your? I know you've been traveling a lot with uh, work lately. Have you been hearing about that, Cooley? About they're saying he's he's a hundred percent. He's showing no ill effects of the uh, the knees. I have heard that. And like I said, but on, only to that extent on the last podcast. <laughs> Just now, <laughs> dude. Like I, I heard said, you say it on the last podcast, man. Like on these rollouts that I'm expecting from RG three, tight ends are going to be huge in that game. Mm-hmm. They're going to come open. <clears throat> you know, it's going to be really interesting to see. You know, you know they're going to have him run like once a game. He's going to run the option. (laughs) (laughs) You know it's going to happen. I'm telling you. Not that I'm getting pumped up or anything. I hate the option. But I'm going to be really interested to see the option. I hate the option. I don't want him to run the option. I don't either. I don't either. Why don't you want him to run the option? People still do it in the pros, even though everyone always says it's, you know, Unless you're you're a corn husker, it's you suck at it. It doesn't work. What? Yeah, but it he doesn't. Can make you, it work. Every now and then, even when they run it in the pros, every now and then they'll surprise somebody with it. I've never seen it work for more than like four yards. Four yards is a positive play. That's All right, but I rather our quarterback not take those. Six. I'd rather our quarterback not take those shots on an option. I agree a hundred percent. But I'd rather I, him take a bootleg and pass if it's open, or run it and get out of bounds before you get hit. I, I think I, I just I have a feeling we're gonna see some option in there. Very little, but we're gonna see an option play. I don't, don't want to see no option. 
I don't want to see no option. Here's an option. I'm don't, not from Nebraska. Don't run it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Ooh. I guess that's all we got on OTAs. Josh has to go to bed. Hold on. Whoa. I'm trying to think if I, if I heard anything else from OTAs. I was trying to get news out of OTAs because I was like, sweet There's... OTAs, but there wasn't anything except for, oh, RG3, everyone loves them. And I'm like, yeah, but what about the rest of the team? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't really that's see that. That's pretty much it. There's not a whole lot of reporting coming out of there that's of any interest. Apparently, oh, I... blah, 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 called a pass. Oh, that's great. Everyone's all hunky-dory and the new practice bubble and I guess people can't hang out and watch them practice because they're inside. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Nobody moved. I lost else. the contact lens. I mean the glass eye. So anyway, um, let's see. We signed. Yeah, we signed some of our other rookies that uh, I think that only leaves. Wait, we signed Keenan Robinson. He's our fourth round fourth linebacker, round. right? It's supposed right. to be the Correct. backup to um, London Fletcher. Correct. And I think that only leaves Josh Licorice and RG3 unsigned. I want to say that's right. I can't think if there's anyone anyone else left over. I think that's it. I think that is. That's pretty early signing them, isn't it? Well, it should be, though, because there's not a lot of wiggle room out there. Pretty much things should be taken care of at this kind of speed, honestly. Hey, I saw an interesting thing today about RG Roman numeral 3. Um, What? Today, there was like some marketing thing, and they were saying how if uh, they were wondering if Robert Griffin III trademarked the the Roman numeral three on his name and wants that on his uniform because he has that huge deal with Adidas, Adidas. and their symbol is the three lines. And how maybe they, how they're gonna play that like RG three and then morph it into the Adidas sign and stuff like that. Even though Nike does the uniforms, yeah, pretty interesting. It was interesting. Pretty interesting. Which, we also have not signed, by the way, other than Licorice and RG three. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins isn't signed. We have not signed Cuz. Yeah, I guess you're right. So that leaves three of them unsigned, including our two quarterbacks. Well, our top three are the ones that are unsigned, right? Our top three yes. picks. All right, well, they have to go in order, usually. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, I don't think it's going to be any holdouts or anything, being that they have a rookie salary cap. And I think you're right. What and- do you think, Josh? Yep, I'm sorry. I got distracted. You know why? I was just reading about uh, what Fred Davis said two days ago. Oh, I saw something about him. He's saying the drugs are behind him or whatever. Yeah, he was basically like, yeah, these problems problems will not arise again. I'll be more careful about where I I light up. up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll be more careful. I got a flight to Amsterdam next week, so we'll we'll be more careful. Him and Trent, you know, bring it to the field. Let's, Let's, you know, get some games in there and let's see how you do, guys. Yeah. Well, he's got that franchise tag on him now, right? Yeah. Well. Well, we need both of those guys to step up this year, especially huge. Trent. Especially freaking Trent. Oh my goodness! Seriously, dude. <laughs> oh Trent. my. Because RG three is not going to be able to run if he's on his back. Trent Williams, you better step up, dude. Trent, don't call me Treat Williams. All right, I think it's time to go through this little bit of hog slop and the BR of the week, and then we can uh, 
we can cruise on out of 290. So, so That's what I think. Bit, uh, did you guys see about James Thrash? I did see about James Thrash. James Thrash is... Uh, go ahead, Josh. Yeah. James Thrash is uh, basically um, leading a... I guess it's a new thing, right, for the NFL? Is this a new... I don't know how new it is, but he, I think he, he just started working for it. He and Troy yeah. Vincent are helping to develop the next generation of coaches, basically, is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. You may you remember know? Troy Vincent is that dude from... Um, <laughs> from the Eagles. From the, also from the Redskins that... That one year for that one game. That Not even same, the whole year. Same with James Thrash was with the Redskins for nine years, but you know he was with the Eagles as well in 2000. Yeah, but Troy Vincent was part of the kick herd around the world victory. <laughs> oh, yes, dude. That's oh, right. Yes. That is correct. He was the with, blocker, uh, right? He was the guy who blocked. I believe he was the one who blocked the Cowboys field goal, which was picked up by Sean Taylor, Sean Taylor. ran it the other way, who was face-masked by Jason Witten, and then Nick Novak from Albemarle High School in Charlottesville, my mother's alma mater, got a second chance to win the game with a field goal with no time left. It no, added okay. added untimed nope. play. Yes. It added untimed play at the end of regulation. And they won it, and we because were there. Because the game cannot awesome. end on a defensive penalty. And we'll never see a game as cool as that. And live. I have not seen the Redskins win a game live since. And very few <laughs> on television as well. But yeah, that was awesome. All right, go ahead, Josh. Yeah. No, so they they're just developing this coaches uh next generation of coaches program. Apparently there was uh there was some of this going on down in Dallas today. What? Where? What? Dallas. Yeah, it's in Dallas for some reason. I don't know why. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, anyway. they both were <laughs> both guys were Redskins and Eagles and they had to go to Dallas. Yep. Boy, I bet they love that. Anyway. Uh, and then horrible. And anyway, dude, some hard uh, hog slop. Art Monk is going into the college football hall of fame. College? From his days at Syracuse. Um, another note. What's orange that? man. Cuse is loose, dude. It's it's just the orange now, my friend. It's, uh, you know, it is 2012. The orange. It's just the orange, whether you're male orange or female. Man, you're orange. orange women. The orange, like the cardinal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what Shanny said after he lost his glass eye. All right. But they, he got moved. Like, he said no to hard knocks, even though they didn't ask the Redskins. I guess that's a preemptive strike. Um, Terry Allen is the latest Redskin to sue the NFL and the whole concussion thing. We'll probably have a new one every week. Hey, here's a surprise bit of thought for you. LaRon Landry missed his first day of OTAs. Why? Because his of ankle hurt. Shocker! Wow, wow, those bone spurs didn't go all the way on their own. I, I can't believe it. That's just yeah. just blows my mind. Now, um, now he looks like a regular Hulk in green. Go unbelievable. unbelievable. Regular Hulk. All right. <laughs> go ahead with the BR of the week. Yeah, the John. BR of the week, and this is an actual BR headline from the Bleacher Report, a high-end website. WWE and NFL crossover colon. Best wrestler to quarterback the Washington Redskins? Question what? What? True headline. You can look it up if you want. I don't even click on their any, on their stuff anymore because it's so terrible. It's the worst sports <laughs> website out there. It's worse than us. Pretty much across the board, too. Not just for Redskins news, but like... They're terrible. Any kind of sports news. It's just like horrible. 
best wrestler to quarterback the Washington Redskins? Question mark. Oh my. What else we got? Shout outs. Give some shout outs, Josh. Uh, shout out to all the usual suspects. Everybody. David He's not Cleese. the best color commentator in the NFL. David <laughs> Seeley. I don't have this in front of me. You guys forget I'm doing this podcast without my computer in front of me today. David Isminger. Paul uh, in Delaware. Paul Tattersdale. Yeah. Paul Tattersdale out there. Uh, uh, Sharon in Tampa. Uh, everybody. Everybody that everybody. we're forgetting. Will and everybody. Maryland. Martin Hain, who's trying to get into the Fantasy Football League again this year. The HHFFFL. I got your email. You're on the list. Ginger Ninja. Um, and I think that about wraps Ninja it up. Ninja? Burgundy Clover. Ginger <laughs> Ninja. <laughs> All right. Thanks once again to David Lee Legal Services. Oh, my. And- We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker! Joker.